We were speaking in the previous year about the concept of what's called the school of the Nefesh Achai. Something a person has bitachon in, if it's real bitachon, and if it's active bitachon, then HaKadosh Baruch doesn't let him down. And it's based on the fact that HaKadosh Baruch is the Baal HaKoychis. HaKadosh Baruch is the source of everything. And because of that, HaKadosh Baruch can stop anything happening to a person. Nothing happens without him. But if we look at the Nefesh Chaim, he's saying something even deeper than that. But first, let's start with two stories. Two stories of great men who used this principle of the Nefesh Chaim and it saved their lives. And not people from a long time ago. People still within the recent history which some of us may have been to see or at least know about. The first story is the story of the Briskarov. At the beginning of the Second World War, the Briskarov found himself in the Warsaw Ghetto together with his son of Yashabeh. The Jews were kept locked in the ghetto. There were armed German guards surrounding the walls, protecting the entrances. And in the ghetto there was just poverty, there was no food, there was sickness. And the Briskarov came to the Maskana that to stay in the ghetto is Pekorach Nefesh. So he told his son, it's Pekorach Nefesh to stay here, we have to get out. And Yashabar told him, it's very nice, how are we going to get out? The ghetto is guarded, there's no easy exit. And the Briskarov said, we're going to focus on this Nefesh Achai. We're going to learn how to understand it. We're going to live with that emunah of Enid Mulvadi, nothing can harm me. Hashem is looking after me, and we're going to leave the ghetto. And Rabbi Yashabir said, told him the story, that for a number of days, they worked on strengthening, being a focusing on this level. And then when Rabbi Briskara felt the time was right, they walked out the ghetto. They didn't climb over the barbed wire fences. They didn't tunnel under the walls. They walked out the main gate of the ghetto. And there were German guards there with machine guns. And the German guards with machine guns didn't notice them. So they left the ghetto, but they now found themselves in the middle of Nazi-occupied Poland. The Briskarov wanted to get to the Soviet border to escape. How are they going to get there? They boarded a train to get to the border. It was a train of German soldiers who were on their way to the front. And two Jews sat in the coach with the German soldiers and the German soldiers didn't notice them. And the whole way through they were focusing you're in control. And if you're protecting us, nothing in the world can harm us. And that's how the Briscoe escaped the Second World War. They say a similar story about the Bells of Ever of Aaron. He was one of the ten most wanted men on the Nazi list one of the biggest leaders of Hasidism before the war. And he was also trying to escape. And he was on a train which was going to cross the border out of the German-occupied territory to Romania. And the Germans stopped the train. They were looking for him. They had a picture of what the Rebbe looked like. And they were going passenger by passenger, checking everyone's documents, checking everyone's face. And the, the Rebbe Rabban was on the train. And the story goes that as soon as he realized what was happening, 
there was an inspection for him. He closed his eyes, clenched his fists, and he stayed in that position for an hour while the Germans were checking the train. And they came to the carriage where he was in. And they started going past, person by person, person by person, looking at the picture, seeing the person was, checking his documents. And they got up to where Iron Bells is, and they just go to the next bench and keep going. Just missed them out completely. And afterwards, the people with him asked, what was the... What happened? What was this koyach he is? And he said, it was this nefesh hachayim. This principle. The person's focused. HaKadosh Baruch you're in control. Nobody can do something without you. Then that's the special source. But I want to medite something over here. And that is, that level of bitachon has to be absolute. And therefore, if the briskara would have tried to climb over the fence of the gutter, even if he had been thinking, animal vital wouldn't have worked. Because, if a person's really holding by the bitachon, nothing in the world can harm me. So why are you climbing the fence? That means you're scared of the German gods. But you're, just, you're claiming you're not scared of them. You're claiming they can't harm you. And therefore, it had to be that he walked right past the gods' noses on his way out the main gate. That's the level he's holding by. That's Anand Milvadi. I can't hold Anand Milvadi at the same time be afraid. David Melech says this to him many times. I can be walking through the valley of death. I can be in a death camp. I can be in a firing line. Not that nothing will happen to me. I won't be afraid of evil. If a person knows Hashem is with him, then he can't be afraid. And if a person is afraid, he's not on that level that Hashem is with him. Bitochon replaces fear. And therefore, it's only a person who can get to the stage, I'm not afraid. Hashem, like David says. They have armor, they have artillery, they have horses, they have cavalry. It's nothing, we have Hashem. That pitachon is a level that a person shows he's not afraid. He shows his boiteach, he's confident. That's when a person's zeichet to this level. But there's more than that. The Nefesh HaKhaim says it's not just bitachin in the Elikim, the Hashem is Barak Rechaz Kodam. When he explains Barak Rechadina, he says it was on a level that nothing else exists. It was a level of Malekal Almin Hashem. That nothing else exists in the world. And on that level, the Ra isn't a factor which, I have to, which needs to be overcome. The Ra doesn't exist. There's only what Hashem wants in the world. And that's obviously a much, much higher level. And this he carries on, and he says, at the end of Perikid Beis of Shara Gimel, he says, this idea, after Klai Yisrael was sent, and there were sent snakes, poisonous snakes, which were harming them. So Hashem tells Moshe, make a snake. Put on a stick and everyone look at the snake. And how's it going to help? The Gemara asks, looking at a snake, it's some kind of sorcery, it's going to give a person life or the opposite. And the Moshe says, no. 
would look upwards. And Meshavit, their hearts to Hashem, then they were saved. So the Nevesh Chaim explains it differently how we would have explained it. We would have explained they're looking upwards to Hashem and they're looking to Him to save them. But no, they were looking upwards to the snake. And the Nevesh Chaim explains they looked up to the snake. They thought about the snake. The snake can bite. The snake can cause harm. If you're talking about the spiritual counterpart, the rat, so they could look at the koyach of the ra, and having seen the koyach of the ra, vim kolze bitlu milibon. They were mavatlet in their hearts. Vleish kichu al koyach ha'anoira, and they didn't think about how bad the ra can be, how much the ra can affect. V'shiv des libam ve'emes rak la'vim shabashemayim levad. They focused their thoughts only on Hashem. Hashem, we can see the snake. We see snakes bite, but we can look beyond that and understand it's all coming from you. Then hoyin mishrapim. Then they were healed. That's a concept in Kabbalah. And the concept of Kabbalah means that the way to be matakadin, there's a koyach which can punish. The way to overcome that koyach which can punish is to go to cherish its source. And here we're talking about the koyach sarah, which can damage a person. The way to overcome those koyachs is to go to their source. Their source is everything comes from Hashem. And if a person focuses on the ra, has no real koyach. It's like a scary mask. It has no real koyach. The koyach can only come from Hashem. If that's the case, then a person can focus. Hashem, well, I can rely on Hashem to save me. And therefore, when the Kaisal were afraid of the snakes, they were getting bitten and they were dying. And the referral was, look at the snake. And understand the snake has no koyach. Understand what you need is to work in bitachon, the Rakadish Baruch was the one who gives the koyach. And then, they were able to they were able to be healed. The Zara says the Kudar Revere, the fourth myth that Zara talks about, the men that to know that Shemu Lekim. What does it mean Hashem Lekim Uliskalo Shmod Lekim Bishmodavoy? Hashem of Lekim, which means Hashem is in control. We have to put it together, Hashem Avaya, which is Hashem's only real existence. Nothing else exists besides Him. Hashem Olekim, but I Yeshua Purda, He doesn't separate between those two things. Then the Rakim have no effect on Him. The Rakim have no effect on Him. Bitachon. Not just the Bitachon of Olekim, that Hashem's in control, but like we saw, the level of Bitachon on the first level, the higher level. And that is, nothing exists besides Vashem. Ra looks menacing in how powerful it is, and how much harm it can wreak, and how much destruction it can bring about. But if a person understands deeper than that, Ra is Be'etzim, an empty shell. Koyach, ability, only comes from Hashem. If that's the case, then a person can disassociate himself from the Kayak of Ra, and then it can't affect him. And that's the Yisrael of Ranchanela. Not only that, we spoke about the negative of the Ra affecting a person, and how a person, you can use Bitochen to overcome that. The second point also, and that's the positive side to Bitochen. The Gam Yigza Oymer Vayokimla. It also has the ability to, to provide what a person wants. Nifal Inyonim Venisim Nifloim. Hippoch Sidokaychas Hatsoim. That it can cause 
miracles to happen different to the Koyach of Teva. Kevin Shem Shabbat Medabek Torah Emunas Levavoi Be'emes Bal Yidimot Rak Lo Yisparach Levad. Since a person attaches his Emuna with the strength which is about him, it's not going to falter to Hashem. Ve'esli Yisparach Kol Shabbat Kol Rega. If all the Siddur Ateva Shakava Ever Hipuch Siddur Ateva. Ba'Kadosh Baruch Hu, there is no limitation of nature. It's all what Hashem wants. What Hashem wants is going to happen. Akash Prokha can want things to happen one way, Hashem want things to happen differently. It can be out of the way the world normally works, it can be different to the way the world normally works. The way things normally work is a limitation for a person who doesn't see beyond the way the world normally works. But if a person understands everything anyway is the way Hashem is doing it. And if that's the case, there's no tether. If that's the case, what Hashem wants is what's always going to be. So that's because he's not confined to seeing a Kodesh Baruch Hu working through a medium of Teva. He's not confined to seeing Hashem working in one way only. And for a person like that, then we say there's no difference whether it's things happen with Derech HaTeva or not with Derech HaTeva. Because for a person like that, the Teva is not an obstacle. For a person like that, the Teva is just a means of Hashem doing what He wants. No different to any other way Hashem can do what He wants as well. That's how not, can be talking, can not just affect the person in the sense that can save him from being harmed, it can affect the, per, it can affect the person that can deal with him in a way which is beyond, beyond what's normal in the world. You could do things different to the Teva. For Omer, like it's famous, like Mori said, the one time in Erev Shabbos, his wife had vinegar and oil. He said, Misha Omer, the Shem of Yadlik, Yemel Chaymet Yadlik. You don't have oil, vinegar will burn the same way. What's the difference? And the menace like that, which doesn't normally happen, normally vinegar is not flammable, but it wasn't a surprise by him. It wasn't that he did something special, brought about special Yechudim or caused miraculous things. It was Pashat. What's the difference? And it's only because that's the way he thought of it that it worked. Had he been impressed by the fact that vinegar would burn, it means by him it's a difference. If it's vinegar or if it's oil, then it wouldn't have burnt. It's only because by him, what's the difference? It's Hashem wants. And Hashem wants, there's no limitation. So then, the attack isn't a difference. And if that's the case, vinegar can burn, just like oil can burn. Another story of Hanina ben Daisa, there was a snake in his place which was biting people. And Rukhanina goes and puts his foot into the lair of the snake. And the snake bites him and the snake dies. And once again, that's not normally what happens in the brew. Normally if a snake bites a person, it's the person that gets punished. The person itself is not the snake. But Rukhanina ben Daisa, that didn't make a difference. Because Baruch can do things with or without the Teva. The Teva is not a factor. It's even more, we said at the beginning of this, the previous year, that the Ra can only affect somebody where the Zara has the ability to attach itself to them. The side point is where Khalil Medosi was such a tzaddik that, like he said himself, it's not the snake which kills, it's the Avera which kills. And someone who's done nothing wrong, that the Ra can't attach itself to, there's no welcome for it. Not which Chosli also by him. He had the tremendous Chosli that the Ra couldn't affect him, but also he lived with the Bitachon, and that is, that what Hashem wants to happen, nothing else can happen. And that's what he finishes the parak. He says, "And the etzis parach akol shabe zekem or is that all the same?" 
וכן איספק הקדוש ברוך הוא ביודוי וכן הרבוס. It goes a few stages. There's a first step, and then when everything happens in the world, the way we're meant to look at what happens in the world is in the lens of things don't happen and Hashem wants them to happen. And therefore, even if you see the world acting in its, so to speak, normal fashion, that still works with the principle that HaKadosh Baruch is making things happen because they don't happen otherwise. That mindset already puts a person in a place where he doesn't see... Uh, the Teva as being something which runs on its own. Because that's also an expression of what HaKadosh Baruch wants to happen. There's a level above that, and that is not just that what Hashem does in the normal course of the events, Hashem doing, and uh, expressing itself through the channels that HaKadosh Baruch has created for things to happen. It's that HaKadosh Baruch can do things one way, he can do things differently. And therefore what HaKadosh Baruch utilizes things in this world to do isn't fixed. The fact that most of the time things work in a certain way, the fact that most of the time things have certain kachos or certain abilities, that's what HaKadosh Baruch chose. But if Hashem wants things to be different, it's not more difficult for Him. It's, if I had to give an example, if every morning a person wakes up and has a cup of coffee, so then we see that's his regular... Uh, routine to have a cup of coffee. One day he decides he wants a cup of tea. Does that mean it's more difficult for him to make the tea than the coffee? No, it's something he doesn't normally do. But that's what he chose to do. It's not one's not harder than the other. And therefore, it's not a nice. Wow, he made a cup of tea. It's as easy for him the one as the other one. It's just different to his regulus. It's different to his routine. And that's the second step. And that is the fact that things happen most of the time a certain way. Is the way that things work with Teva. That things, the way Hashem wants things to work, generally. If HaKadosh Baruch decides that this time he wants things to work differently, they can work differently. And it's not something to be mispoiled by. It's not harder for Hashem. That's the Bitochen level of Hashem wa Rekim. Rekim meaning Bala Koychas Kuram, meaning HaKadosh Baruch can do, use the world in any way he wants. And therefore, just like oil is a substance which burns, Vinegar also burns. Except usually Hashem doesn't want vinegar to, to burn. Usually Hashem wants oil to burn. But there's no reason why Hashem can't make vinegar burn. And the chiddush there is, is that on that level, the fact that it's clear to a person one can happen like the other one can happen, is already a category of then Hashem will make it happen. Not because Hashem is coming to do a nice for this person. But it's because seeing Hashem as being able to do things only one way is a certain restriction. And therefore, when a person sees that HaKadosh Baruch is not restricted, so then the result is that HaKadosh Baruch is willing to act in a way different to the way he normally acts. There's a Nusach of a Tfilah that Hashem, we ask Hashem, Shatasnav and Nisim and Niflas. such a Tfilah in the Yerasim, which is said in the Koinim, the Koinim. There's such a Nusach of a person misses 
And the person we discuss, how can a person ask Hashem to do Nisim? And this is already the side of the answer. And that is the Nisim that Hashem is asking a person to do aren't Nisim of a nature that, wow, a person is impressed Hashem is such a big Nis. That itself is a reason for Hashem not to do it. If a person holds this harder for Hashem, and therefore it's miraculous, it's something which is astounding, what a Nis, it means that that Hashem is looking, a person is looking at it as this is something which is more difficult for Hashem to do. So that itself is a lack of bitachet. Nisim Hakadosh Baruch Hu is prepared to do things, and the more a person understands this isn't hard for Hashem. It's not keilu; it requires a nes. So exactly the opposite. That's more of a reason for Hashem to do it. That was the way that Rechanina ben Daisa lived. That was the way that Rechanina says also that he wasn't scared of the lady taking the sand from under his feet. Adrab, if he had, if he was scared of that, it means he wouldn't have been holding by the level of bitachon that would have prevented him being harmed. The fact that he wasn't scared means Hakadosh uh, Baruch is looking after me, and if Hashem is looking after me, I'm, I'm the, I don't think you can do anything to me anyway. Oh, there's a koyach called Kishaf. There's an overpowering koyach called Hashem. This is all on the level of that Kiru HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. We're going to see there's a higher level too. And the higher level is, like we said a number of times in the Shar, and that is Kiru, Klape HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the world doesn't exist. And therefore it's not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the world one way or the other world, or, or the other way. That's a level above that. It's that Copy that there's no mock, there's this, Hashem does what Hashem wants. The, the world is not a factor. And the difference is, just we're going to see this in the next paragraph, we're just ready now to introduce the concept. The difference is, is there's a difference between a nace, which is how HaKadosh Baruch Hu utilizes things in the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu utilizes things in the world a certain way, and now he's choosing to use them differently. That's not normally what these things can do, it's not what things don't do. It would be more accurate to say it's not normally what Hashem uses these things for. And but that's okay. That Hashem can use, choose to use things differently. He's the Barakul Hashem doesn't normally use oil to uh, vinegar to burn like he does oil. Hashem can use vinegar to burn like he does oil. He's the Barakul But there's a higher level of nice too, and that is it doesn't utilize things in the world the way they are. It's a koyach that HaKadosh Baruch has that things in the world can be changed. Not how they're used, but their very essence. Because in, if they, we see the world as a reality, certain things exist. And now it's a question of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to make them do things. So that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is using his koyachas in order to direct things in the world to, do, to act a certain way. But if a person is looking at it from the perspective that that really nothing exists in the world. Hashem is the only source of existence. Then if he wants things to be one way, they'll appear one way. And if he wants them to be different, they'll be different. Not they'll act differently, they'll be different. They'll become intrinsically different. As it is, Hashem has to recreate them a different way. And on a higher level, that's possible too. Because their existence only was because that's the way Hashem wanted them to be. And therefore, Hashem wants them to be different. They will metamorphosize. They will become different. The reality that they have right now, the form that they take right now, on that level is, is irrelevant because that's only a way Hashem wants them to be. And if Hashem wants them to be different, they'll be different too. Obviously, this is a much bigger nest. Not a nest that HaKadosh Baruch Hu 
uses things in the world a certain way. Changes the way things are. It's a less frequent nice. So call it a nice garden. And if that's the case, a nice like that needs a certain reason to, to come about. And more accurately, it can only be when a person's on that level of reality, understanding the reality. And they don't see the world as being in a position to Hashem in any way. In other words, it's, it's here because that's the reason Hashem is how it should be. And therefore, for Hashem to choose it should be different is as easy as Hashem deciding to use it as it has in the world a different way. It's true that that's using an existing element in the world. And this is recreating the world, but then once again, what's the difference? When a person on that level of Lanhaga, there aren't any existing elements in the world. It's all a manifestation of what Hashem wants. And Berega Hashem wants different, it will be different. We're saying the words, we're trying to relate to the constant of Shachayim, he says. Obviously, to live on such a level, he says himself, is something a person can maybe get a flicker of at some, at some stage. It's not, we see ourselves as a reality. We see the world as a reality. But we're trying to understand what the idea could mean. A nace which defines reality. A nace which is something above that, like we're going to learn about in the next parak, by Hashem. This is, this is the story that it comes from. This fact, this concept, and that is that even the way we see the world isn't set in stone. The way we see the world is a manifestation of Hashem wants the world to be. And Hashem can want the world to be different, it will be different. And if Hashem wants the world to act different, it will act different. It's true that in the level of how we grade Nisim, we will call one a bigger Nisim than the other. But once again, looking from Hashem's perspective, all the Nisim are the same.